If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Okay, so your boyfriend has been, you've been dating him for a while. Uh, he has been kind of wanting to like do a career change because he's just like kind of like disillusioned with his job because there's like, to him, not really any room for advancement. And he kind of has always wanted to like be a writer and write like a memoir movie about his job. Um, because he's like, you know, I have a lot of experience in this world. Um, and so he's been trying and he like met this guy, uh, who is a successful Hollywood writer in his, um, in his, uh, like sober group. And that guy's his, his, um, well, okay. So he was his sponsor for a little while, but then like he started getting really into gambling and like borrowed money from you and your associates. And then like when he couldn't pay it back, you like broke his kneecaps and stuff. So you've got this, he's got your boyfriend, like is telling you all this. He's like, I, I, he's, it's already been done. Okay. So he's like, I had this really great idea. Me and a couple of the, of my associates were breaking in to his, this like writing group that he's hosting for the WGA. And we're just going to like beat the shit out of him. We, we beat the shit out of him and we got him to like write a movie for me. And it's going to be the Godfather meets the mob. And <laughs> <laughs> and so it's a prequel yeah and or no i'm sorry i'm sorry the 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 the, the godfather and like mob stories i'm so sorry I, that was my misspeak <laughs> meets meets frankenstein and it's gonna be a slasher movie and he's like and i'm just gonna like force him to write this for me and he invites you to the first meeting for invest and he's like i need you to be an investor 
for this movie because we don't really have any money. It's just like me and him and I guess like my goons who are going to like kill him if he doesn't write this movie for me. Um, and you have a, you, you've gotten a, a, a bit of money for reasons that don't matter. You have a bit of money. Also, you know that he is a decent actor, but he is a very bad hacky writer. But he has this real writer to like help him. So what do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we... This is where the podcast meets the introduction. (laughs) We're not going to tell you what it is. (laughs) Uh, This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin. I'm Kelly. I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. (laughs) Oh, wow. So much is going on already. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You invest. <laughs> I think we dig a little deeper about this sure. boyfriend. Sure. Does this boyfriend have a drug problem? Intensely. Yeah. yeah. Does this is his boyfriend just mainly a fuck up? Yeah. And so, there's there's many reasons why he won't. He keeps blaming like external forces on why there's no like upward mobility at his job. Mm-hmm. But it's also like eighty percent. Like yes, it is thirty percent the infrastructure and like the way that things are set up. But it is seventy percent. He's a complete fuck up and like. Now, yeah. at his job, is he, like, literally only kept around because of nepotism? Like, he's not yes. even very good at it. And, like, if he ne- wasn't yeah. someone's nephew or cousin, yes. he would be, like, murdered probably. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yes. In fact, he, like, pretty much fucks up everything he touches and, like, kills everyone around him through his own fuck uppery. I think you got to save your money. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, babe, I just don't want to get like money involved in yeah, what we yeah. have. Yeah, I don't want to mix it up. Um, I don't know. I'm getting the sense that this uh, boyfriend wouldn't like that answer. But no. he doesn't like any answer that goes against what he wants. Right. And I mean, you wouldn't die. If you say no, you're not going to die. Like, he wouldn't kill you for that. Mm. But it might be like the first domino that you will ends end, in you being killed. You will be dead someday yeah. because well, of and him. You're going to, true. Yeah, you're going to die. We know this. Yeah. Well, And in fact... Maybe the person positing this kind of moved things around timeline-wise, and you are already dead. <laughs> wow. You already have been dead for maybe a season and a half. Um, but in this situation, you you are alive. I think it's – I think money is complicated. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's – it's hard, especially – I don't know where you earned this, like, chunk of change, but, mm-hmm. like – if you don't have a fully funded 401k right, and you don't no, you own don't. property yet and you don't like, there's other things that I think you have to say, like this money needs to go to this. Yeah. And prior to this, like a lot of your money had been going towards like helping his creativity. Like you mm-hmm. paid for his acting classes and it was kind of your idea to get him into that zone yeah. to begin with because you wanted to leave that life. Yeah. Um. But you also kind of wanted to be him to move up in the organization and you to be exactly the wife like you didn't know what you wanted yeah. either. And then you were in some very fucked up situation with the FBI. Yeah. And like, yeah. that was like bullshit. And really, like, they were really terrible to you and caused your death, but it's yeah. fine. Um, okay. So you're saying don't invest. I think you have to just, 
I think you're in a really tough spot. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to you have to be the rational one in this relationship because. But isn't it possible that what's happening in this laboratory of a writer who is like established and good being basically tortured to write a fucked up version of someone's crime life story? Isn't it possible that there's some alchemy there and like something really cool would come out? But well, then you wouldn't need me to pay for it. Yeah. And hmm. how many really great scripts are there in the world? A lot more than like, like actual movies. There. Yeah. Oh, I would say there's probably piles more good of them. scripts than movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like there's, yeah. there's going to be more that comes into play. I don't oh, know. Okay. Well, also, I'm going to tell you something from the first meeting. I don't think it's going to be a good movie. Okay. Um. I mean, Godfather meets the mob is just <laughs> a fucking insane premise. So, so basically, it's like a guy gets pinched. His different pieces find themselves somehow. Like he finds his other body parts. But isn't getting pinched just being picked up by the cops? Oh, I guess not pinched. Uh, hit. Yeah. He gets hit. Whacked. Whacked, taken out. And Rubbed he, off. And he f- <laughs> finds. <laughs> that could be something else. <laughs> That's something else. That's what you do with your guma. What are you, wing stop? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he like puts himself back together except for his one hand, which he puts a cleaver on. And then he wants to exact revenge on the guy who hit him. But That's... he puts himself back together? Yeah. And then also they're not sure if he's a ghost or if he's like supernatural or if he's Here's just thing, science. If this like, was it's... like a mafia type story, mm-hmm. this would be a very funny little plot line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in terms of actually getting this movie made, I... Well, that's what they're pass. planning on self-funding. Well, that's what I would say. I'd say, listen, Christopher, let's be honest. This is yeah. a fucking B-movie that's yeah. not going to make any money, but yeah. is going to like get you into festival circuits. I'll give you eight grand. You right. come up you with the rest, and off. you guys, you you guys just, yeah. like, you got to find another- so Did you start watching Sopranos since we talked? Because I'm like, you know it's Chrissy. You know it's Chrissy. And you knew all the questions. You're like, is he a fuck up? Is he this? Is he that? I felt so out of the loop right. last time Sopranos <laughs> so came. I'm sorry that I maybe gave you a huge spoiler. Uh, I'm so sorry. I mean, here's the thing about Sopranos. Almost everyone dies. Yeah, everyone's going to die. So I, my understanding is the only thing we don't know for sure is if Tony dies. That's all I'm, I really know. I mean, we in, don't know. I mean, in the, in the mortal way. Of course he does. But also there's that question of like... Wait, are you saying the actor? Or are you saying just that all humans die? All humans die. All mm. hi- humans oh, yeah. and all human characters die. Oh, yeah, but I guess I was referring to like... like in the within the span of those <laughs> six and a half seasons? Like the parts we get to watch. Yeah, yeah. Right, you're not watching Friends and you're like, oh man, these characters are going to die. Oh, I can't believe Joey dies at the end. Like, you know, like okay, imaginary. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> But everyone is very doomed in that show anyway. Mm. Yeah. Uh, very much so. I mean, the Mafia Cleaverhand movie, like, it is a shame we don't right. get this in our reality. Right. That sounds fun Yeah, that fuck, would be fun. Dude. It would be fun if, and that's the thing, it would be fun if done in the right way, but we know Chrissy, he's going to try and be over serious about it, mm-hmm. right? Where it needs to be like, Fun, like camp. really DIY, super yes, punk. Yes, right. It's yes. not going to be Evil Dead. It's going to be the room. Yes. Well, yes. and he's going to run out of. It's someone's going to say something mean to him, and he's yes. going to quit. Or he's going to start doing yes. lots of drugs. And yes, quit. do a lot of drugs and, and quit. Like he's not made for this world. No, no. And I don't even mean the world of mafia. I mean like regular world, like reality, oh. where like you don't always get what you want. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he doesn't like that. Mm-mm. Chrissy, Chrissy, Chrissy. Um. 
I mean, honestly, oh, how? I was, no, I can't. I feel like it was a, was it a DIY like, thread you yeah, were going to pull out. I feel and like I Patrick did already did say the word punk. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah. Shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm we're doing sorry. punk ships. Yay. Um, I forget why now. Uh, oh, it's because of Cruella that they're doing like a. Right, Cruella. Oh, the ad campaign for the it. The thing right? that we've all been dying for ever since we saw 101 Dalmatians the yeah. first time. Where did she come from? What was yeah. she like in her late twenties? Yeah, I just gotta know this woman. Yeah. Also, like I want, I want it to be like a very like girl power, hear me roar story. Because this awful, this she's evil, evil. She wants to skin puppies. She wants to skin puppies, and before she even skin puppies, she's a bad boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she is. Like that's two song, that British goons. <laughs> Yeah. But like, no, she's a they bad boss. She's unemployable what's her face's any boss? other way. Yeah, she's, she's um, uh, the lady, the lady. She's um, the lady's boss. The, the oh. mom, the that's mom how, and the like, dog. Wait, like, she is? Like, I thought they were just like college friends. They're the same age? I think oh, so. Cruella. Oh my God. Well, Get some like, retinol, girl. She lived hard, man. <laughs> she did. She lived hard. Well, she was and always what, smoking those cigarettes. Then stuck what's her face the... should be in the movie? Perdita? Yeah, Perdita. Perdita. No, that's the dog. That's the dog. Pongo and Perdita. <laughs> what is the the mom of the dogs named? Bill and Lucy. No, no it's go. something more British. It's like Arnold, Alfred. His name is like Bippy and Bobby. <laughs> yeah, Bippy and Bobby. <laughs> that sounds good. Mm. Anyway, Cruella is like a punk rock, yeah, designer, yeah. whatever. I mean, if it was just a thing about a punk rock designer. I think I'd be more interested in the movie. I mean, honestly, I don't mind the setup. I don't even really care about the, like, she was planning to murder puppies. Like, yeah, she's a villain. Like, I don't... Anita. Anita. Anita Perdita. Anita Dearly. Very good. Okay, sorry. Continue. Oh, I don't know. I just don't... I don't really have a... uh, well, the premise is, are we going to get into like animal cruelty in this? Is my question. Mm. I like, that should be I how think it we're ends. skipping it. I think I they're think skipping. She's the hero of the movie. I think that's where I'm like, I don't, I don't care about her as a hero of a movie. I think I like my only issues with it are the girl boss aspect of it, just sure. because I'm kind of tired of that. Like. The the fact that like they unironically had her say "Hear Me Roar" in the trailer, yeah. I was kind of like, "Oh man!" Like I don't know. I think I've been done with that kind of story for a while. Um, but she's gonna roar, Kelly. It, well, maybe she's standing on a pile of dead lion cubs. I just don't think that, that misogyny, she trophy hunted herself. <laughs> I just don't think that misogyny is the reason why she started skinning puppies. Well, like <laughs> yeah, I mean she's. It looks like Emma Thompson is like the. Uber, like the Uber original. Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so she, she's like emulating. Yeah. I don't know. I, as a Disney person, this is the least mysterious and interesting backstory that I've ever heard. I'd rather of. see an Ursula situation. 100%. Because oh, yeah. that would be fun, right? Or that even just delicious. like Teen Scar. Oh, sexy. Well, I mean, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm mean, sorry. I didn't mean to turn on. everyone on. Uh, we, <laughs> we're not we're all turning into Wingstop over here. I don't want to. <laughs> but like, honestly, because yeah, we know where it ends up. But like Teen Scar would be very interesting yeah. to me. I, I would watch Teen How did Scar he get if his it scar? was like mm-hmm. live action human portraying. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, so it's just ooh, like there people. We go. I, I, I'm also interested in Scar too because like there is something about like there's certain types of cruelty that I'm like interested in seeing the origin of cruelty towards animals. I just feel like is one of those things. It's 
where I'm like, I just, I don't know. I don't want to see how you ended up being someone that wanted to skin dogs. Well, and it's also a weird thing because it's of its time because it was a time where people wore yeah. furs. Yeah. So like we look at it now. I mean, it, it was pretty egregious to kill puppies to make mm. fur, but like. Yeah, she's the villain. But at the time, people <laughs> wore furs all the time. Yeah. Where do you think those mink yeah. those minks yeah. had parents? Yeah. Like it, it, Yeah. It's I, I just feel like But just because something had parents doesn't mean that we're against killing it. Like people eat meat all the time. Yes, but I guess that I'm I guess what I'm saying is Cruella wasn't that bad. Yeah. Or she yes. wasn't bad enough for me to be like, how did she get that way? No, mm. she was just a crazy woman who wanted a coat. Yeah. And like, saw all these puppies. Yeah, and she was like, these could make... She was just a capitalist. It was going to be an ugly coat, right? Ugly, like patched together, like yeah. looking like some fucking Buffalo Bill suit shit. Yeah. <laughs> ugly as She fuck, really should have gone after Pongo. She should have. And yeah. Perdita, she could have done one per arm. They're not as soft then, though. <laughs> no, because yeah. they're very yeah. puppy fur. Like all the under fur is like yellowing. Ew, yucky, at the yucky, yeah. yucky, 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 yucky. I mean, she's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she knows right. I mean, honestly... <laughs> she knows a quality product. Queen Slay. Yep. And I guess maybe that's the punk thing, too, that I don't like about, and I, I'll probably watch it when it's free to me. But same. Yeah. Like, But Cruella is not punk. She's the establishment. She's the establishment. Yeah. I know. Yeah. She's a horrible, grotesque figure created by the establishment, but she's the establishment. But even in her, like, old school, like, uh, Emma Stone days, she was high-end lifestyle. Yeah. Like, very, yeah. you know, this is pre-lip service and Hot Topic. Like, yeah. punk yeah. was not a, a fashion yeah. statement yet. Is it maybe, is this going to be a story about, like, someone that is, like, an outsider to the establishment wanting to change the establishment and then once they're in it becomes the establishment? Is that what it like is? Like Green Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Green it Day. It might be a Green Day arc, which again, there was a time uh-huh. where you could use the word punk to talk about Green Day. You could. Do you have a punk ship? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my punk ship comes from or part of it comes from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. Um, from the current run of comics that are being uh, written and drawn by uh, Sophie Campbell. Um, and in the modern Ninja Turtles comics, uh, New York City has been uh, hit with a mutagen bomb uh, mutating like 80% of the population. Holy moly. So like Scary. everyone is a mutant animal. Um, mm-hmm. And the US government has like walled off the city and like no one can get into mutant town as they're calling it now. Hmm. Um, and, you know, the turtles are there, but the turtles have been mutants for a long time. Right. The turtles and their allies have been mutants for like a super long time. Yeah, they're like the mayor of Mutant Town. I'm, well, the mayor of Mutant Town is Baxter Stockman. He is not a mutant. Um, <laughs> I know. I don't like well, that. The mayor needs to be a mutant. Yeah. He was elected on the night the bomb went off. We'll redo it. Wait, did he do the bomb? No. Old Hob did. He's, okay. a, he's a cat. Um, oh, he also, wanted everybody to be He wanted animals? everyone to be like him, yeah. Um, he was okay. like, I need more of my, his, his group is called the Mutanimals. He's like, I need more Mutanimals. Make everyone a mutant, work out that they're on my side later. Um, but so anyway, in this new, uh, in this new mutant town of uh, New York City, um, there is like, things are slowly like going back to like, people are uh, starting to uh, go to shows again. Like it feels very much like a coming out of quarantine yeah, <laughs> sort yeah, of thing, yeah. where like people are uh, no longer in survival mode. Now they're like actually willing to like have fun and like be with their friends, uh, even though everyone is a horrible mutant <laughs> and, it's all, and it's all very scary. So the 
uh, turtles, including uh, Jenica, the now the the fifth turtle who um, uh, joined them. Uh, I don't know, like two two ish years ago. Uh, cool character has a very like punk rock background. Um, that she was like picked up off the street by the Foot Clan and like trained to be a a ninja assassin, and then was later mutated and had, has joined the Turtles. Um, but she was trying to like get back to her uh, like music roots, her punk rock roots, and goes to this uh, rock club uh, and sees a band fronted by this uh, pig mutant named Sheena, uh, who has uh, awesome pink hair. Um, and is just like shredding on the guitar and like just belting like kind of like punky metally like lyrics and stuff. Um, and so Jenica and Sheena start this like kind of flirtation. Ah. Um, and you know she's like, "Why don't you come by the dojo? We can like teach you how to like throw a couple punches." And she why don't like, you come by the dojo? Is such a rad pickup. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But here's the thing, Jenica, uh, not gay. So like. It, she she's uh, appreciative of this like relationship, but when she tries to like move in and like mm-hmm. you know like make it something that it wasn't, uh, Jenica's like, ah, sorry, I I can't, uh, yeah. and like bugs out. And the reason that they had this like very close moment where she you know, went in for a kiss is uh, they're at the dojo and they're like throwing punches and her wig falls off, um, oh. and. Because she was like, when I was human, I had all this like awesome hair that I could just like dye pink and was yeah. rad, and now that I'm a pig, I can't. Like I have to fake it, yeah. Um, and so like, it it's just it's so interesting that like Jenica sees uh like a, an authentic expression of a human being in uh Sheena, and Sheena's like doesn't see that in herself because like yeah. you know. Uh, so I I was like, who would I who could I ship Sheena with that would be like accepting of like the person just trying to be cool and genuine as themselves. Uh, and I landed on knives chow from, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus like the world. This. Um, because she does not need to be with fucking Scott Pilgrim. She no. needs to be with a, a genuine punk rocker. Yeah. Yep. And may as well be a pig in a cool pink wig. Yeah, dude. And she would be into like the spectacle of that. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Yes. I like this for them. That's a happy ending. This is much better. Yeah. Much better for both of them. Yeah. Upgrade. Yeah. Upgrade. For sure. That's great. Kyle, you got a a punk ship? Yeah, so uh, mine also has uh, comic book punk bands and and, and straight chasing and all all very similar (laughs) threads. So the first half of mine comes from an indie book uh, called Fuck Off Squad. Which I brought for you guys to look at for reference. Yes, yes, yes. So... One of the characters, Megan, is in a band called uh, Teenage Switchblade. And they're pretty rad. And they're coming back from tour. And Megan is, like, pissed, not really feeling the whole tour. Like, really angry, really just honestly butthurt and kind of crying and complaining a lot. We find out it's because the lead singer is just driving her crazy. And she hates her so much because she's, like, hooking up with every guy and cheating on her boyfriend, Todd. But then first chance that Megan gets, she like corners Katie in an alley and tries to make out with her. And Katie's like pretty straight and not into it at all. (laughs) Now there's band drama. Todd finds out that Katie's been cheating on her. All this stuff. The band breaks up. Everything falls apart. I blame Megan entirely for this. (laughs) It's all her fault. She fucked up the band. She ruined the relationship. She would have just been a good friend and kept her mouth shut. Didn't work out like that. Um, now, Wait, Meg- so she raised the flag? She, yeah. 
She did. Like, so after she was rejected, or wait, was it after they made out or right before they made out? Um, she like pulls, literally pulls Katie off the stage during a show <gasps> and is like, you're fucking up the show. You're ruining the whole band. Um, and they get into this like screaming match about why Katie's um, uh, cheating on her boyfriend, Todd, like the whole tour. And then Todd is, of course, like standing over their shoulder. No. And here's the That's whole thing. That's so fucked up. And then Meg uses that opportunity to like make her move and try to make out with her bandmate. Oh my God. Meg. Kind of what a drama queen. Not good. Super, not good. super shit show. Yeah. Um, and she's like, of the three main characters, she's like not even the most dramatic of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Clark is. I don't even want to get into Clark. <laughs> we don't even know Clark. <laughs> um, Clark is, I mean, Clark's just goes, bounces between being obsessed with his fake Instagram girlfriend and like statutory rape. It's oh, a whole no. fucking thing. It's like, yeah. Um, but who I haven't brought up is Jimmy. And she's kind of like the least offensive of the group. <laughs> um, Jimmy is just like she's a skate punk and she kind of hates everybody and she's just super horny and wants to hook up with girls um like all the time doesn't yeah. really care about anything else but she's got this whole dramatic thing with her ex-girlfriend because her ex-girlfriend is like dating another woman and maybe the ex is like polyamorous but like Jimmy's not feeling any of that. Yeah, so yeah. she's just, you know, very sad, very, yeah. very tearful about it. <laughs> so to get my ship to sail, I need Teenage Switchblade to get back together, at least temporarily. Okay. Okay. So they can, <laughs> so they can travel to do one more show in Beach City from Steven Universe. Okay. okay. All right. Now, Clark and Jimmy decide, like, okay, we're going to go, like, oh, like, uh, I imagine that compared to LA beach cities like Ventura, yeah. you could drive right, there right, to right, see right, your right. fans' friend play. Um, so they drive out. They're going to see the show. Who knows? This could be the last Teenage Switchblade show. And there is the pink-haired human known only as S from the Steven Universe episode. I think it's uh, a last one out of Beach City. Are you guys familiar with this one? I'm trying to remember it. I don't think so. Okay, so, gosh, there's a lot of backstory to this one, too. It's (laughs) it's the best Steven Universe. Um, So, Amethyst has tickets to see. No, not even tickets to see, because it's a fucking, it's a backyard show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Has plans to go see uh, Mike Kroll uh, show with Greg. Greg backs out at the last minute. So... Like to sort of save the evening in an uncharacteristic way, Pearl is like, Oh, well, Steven and I'll go with you to this like backyard mm-hmm. punk show. And Pearl is super try hardy and just oh, yeah, of course, fucking, we're on character with Pearl. Oh my god, it's just fucking to borrow a phrase from the youth, super cringe, just yeah, not yeah, based. Yeah, yeah. It's it's horrible. And she, but she sees this girl who happens to look exactly like Steven's fucking mom. <laughs> She's like a fucking, just like badass, hottie, big, huge pink hair, and Pearl is like full splooshed, uh, you know, jaw dropped, like can't figure out what these feelings are. Yeah. Like, you're horny, Pearl. Yeah. You've been yeah. horny before. Yeah. Uh, but ends up like 
talking to the human and getting her phone number. And Amethyst and Steven are like, whoa, what the fuck? Also, Pearl like leads them in a high-speed car chase with the cops <laughs> on the way to the concert. <laughs> Excellent episode. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, you know, in Steven Universe fashion, all of this just goes away. Um, yeah. We never hear from S again. Pearl never mentions it again. I feel like, if anything were going to happen, like, you know, Steven and Amethyst would have had to coach her through, like, right. now sure. you text her and, like ask her out but uh none of that happened so s is just like all right going to backyard shows uh hanging out outside of beach city there's this band teenage switchblade comes to town she's hanging out doing her thing and jimmy spots her in the crowd and is very like similar to pearl yeah like okay who's this yeah like i'll i'll go fuck with this i'm very horny um and she's like not shy about hitting on people whatsoever. So she goes up and she's laying it on thick and she's like, oh, I'm so cool. Like, <laughs> I don't even care about like being the most punk rock person here. <laughs> and S, like fresh off of getting ghosted by Pearl, is just like, look, I'm tired of skinny bitches fucking hitting on me at all these shows. Yeah. Like, are you going to fucking text me or what? Yeah. Yeah. And. Jimmy's like, whoa, fuck that lady. I'm not like trying to fucking hear that. Yeah. Like three songs later, she like kind of just sidesteps a little bit closer. Yeah. A little bit closer. She's like, yeah, text you if you give me your number. Yeah. And just, like knocks Jimmy down a little bit. Like, hey, like I don't fucking, I'm not looking for drama right now, but like you are babe and like we can go get a fucking coffee or something sometime if you want to. And just like see where it goes yeah, from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like cute. that. I like that a lot. I like that for them. Does That's really cute. Teenage Switchblade. That's the name of the band. Yes. Do they break up again at I this? Think, yeah. During I think this, this is for yeah. real. Last yeah. Show. No. This is for real. They break up like <laughs> lights. They're done. Yeah. <laughs> but I like to think so. In the book, in Fuck Off Squad, uh, the end of their tour is it's. I mean, it's not going well. <laughs> like they're using a drum machine because they had to kick the drummer out no. of the band oh, tour. No. A punk band with a drum machine? Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're reading you it, like, you, you can't do, really yeah. tell what their sound is, but yeah. they're, sure. aesthetically, they're a punk band. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, I don't think that band is, is long for the world, but I like to think that at least one good thing could come out yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah that's I like great. That. That's really cute. Silver lining it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so mine is reaching back to something I've been talked I've talked about before, but this is kind of like the prototype ship of all of Degrassi the Next Generation. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we have old patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so before you had the next generation, you had the OG orig- the original generation. Yeah. And in that there was a character named Spike. Hell yes. And she was called that probably because she wore her hair as spikes. She had like shoulder length hair mm. that she wore straight Whoa. up. Like, That's awesome. Amazing. Um and I think as she cause she was there throughout the middle school, high school, and then they had like a show like that was post high. I think it was called School Jurassic Schools Out, and she, she kind of calms down a little bit, but like the vibe is definitely punk hair at least, and like punk vibe. Um, but freshman year, she sleep she loses her virginity to her boyfriend Shane, gets, gets pregnant. Pre- no, stop no. it! Yes, one so of the, all the odds. Oh my god! And so she has a baby. This to me no. is like the prototypical Degrassi Junior High story. Yes, 100%. <laughs> I think um, Degrassi has to have like a, 
a hard stance on sex. Like it 100% leads to pregnancy. <laughs> yeah. Or it like 100% has consequences. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. it doesn't always lead to pregnancy, but sometimes, but it always leads to feelings. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Which is ve- fairly accurate. Um, so, so she gets pregnant. She decides to have the baby. Shane's family is a little fancier than hers and looks down at her punk self. Um, um, but she's, she gets through. She raises Emma, is the name of the baby, herself, all the way through high school. So she, like I said, she got pregnant freshman year. She has the baby. She, one of her friends is nicknamed Spike. Archie, or sorry, is nicknamed Snake. Archie Snake Nelson. He's not that punk. He's kind of a big goober. <laughs> but he gets kind of a crush on her late in the series, but then they never really get it together. She has to prioritize her baby. Yeah. Flash forward to the next generation. It's been, I guess, about 10 years. And Emma is now about to go into seventh grade. Can you believe she grew up so fast? (laughs) Um, And guess who is her media immersion teacher? Snake. Snake. Ah! What? And so Spike and Snake, it's like when they see each other again, it's there's some sparks. She's still wearing her hair. She's now a hairdresser and she wears her hair like funky and does lots of cool colors and stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's not as like aggressively punk. Sure. Uh, but it's also like 2004, so it's a different time. Um, and so she and Spike, oh, sorry, Spike and Snake get together, and this, and she stays as like she's kind of the mom for the first like seven seasons of Degrassi, The Next Generation, and then she continues on. I just watched because I'm back on Degrassi. <laughs> I just watched an episode. This is wild, guys, and I kind of wanted to talk to you about it. I yeah. almost made it a hot take, but then I couldn't. I didn't want to double dip. So these, every Emma is now in college. Can you? She just gets a lot. Time's like keeps time. Yeah. Why is it keep going? So Emma's in college, but Snake is still the media immersion teacher, and he has grade nines, I think, in his class. I think it's ninth. They're ninth graders, and they're kind of they're the nerds essentially. They're young. They you know they haven't realized that sex has consequences yet, and so <laughs> they are. And, and there's a kid who's like a godson who whatever there's a reason one of the kids lives at snake and spike's house and so they're like let's do our project at snake and spike's house so we can see what a teacher's house is like wouldn't that be cool but they're also like nerds so you're like yeah you would think that's cool <laughs> so they're sneaking into snake's bedroom what Ew, don't to like the poke around and no, like no, no. see oh what God. they can find yeah. no, you're gonna and they find look one of your classmates under yeah. the bed under oh. the bed what they find what is a vibrator in a package in a package? In a package, which is better. Like yeah. shrink so like, wrap still? Like yeah, unopened. like like just bought like off like in the um plastic case that like has a little hanger. Is it like yeah, a dildo yeah. vibrator or is yes. it okay? Wow. Um balls? And, Does it have balls on it? No, I wouldn't I would it's 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 S- pretty simple. Pretty simple. It's simple cylindrical shape okay. tapered at the end. Okay. Um it's also bright purple and sparkly. Okay. Um, uh, and they fun. take it. What? And they're like holding it and they're talking like, about what? it. Wait, do and they take Spike, it out of the package? Eventually. But then Spike comes in and is like, hey guys, <gasps> what are you up up to? And they're like, oh, we were looking for the bathroom. And she's like, I know. And she's very cool. She's like, I know what you're doing. I when I, I remember being a kid, of course you want to see what your teacher's room. Did you find any s- snake secrets? And they're like, Muh. and they're oh like, all God. right, go back downstairs. So they do. And then they bring the vibrator to school. What? 
what this is messy yes what are they doing they brought it to school they opened the package and these are like the two most like ner- like virginal nerdy like don't know what the fuck's like they don't know what's up mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. turn it on and they're like what does it do how does it work like what is it what do you do with it they don't know and they're talking about this in the bathroom they drop it it rolls out <gasps> someone find another student finds it and hands it back to them. It's not on when it hits the floor, so it's no, not like... No, it is. It's vibrating. Oh, no. He hands it back to them. And is like, uh, keep this to yourself. Yeah. And then <laughs> they're talking about it in class, and one of the teachers finds it. What? This, yes. This is amazing. This is so messy. And okay. this girl is like the most... Like, her parents are ultra-religious, and the the... The mom gets called in and the mom is like, this is not my daughter's. I don't know where, I don't know where this came from. Like, who brought this to school? I can't imagine. <laughs> the daughter's like, I brought it to school. It's mine. And also, I guess Spike never noticed it was missing. Well, I mean, he's leaving it in the package. Does leaving he even want it? Leaving the package underneath the bed. Wait, wait, was this snakes or spikes? Well, we don't know. One so of it's, it's it under was their snakes. shared bedroom. Okay. Because they're a couple. They're maybe, married. Maybe it was a future gift. It could have been. Oh, okay. I mean, who knows? Maybe he likes being pegged. Maybe. It could be an impulse buy. It was like, I guess I'll grab the glittery purple one. And then he gets it home. He's like, I have four of these. So maybe he didn't notice, but I was kind of giving Spike credit for like not writing anyone out. Um, And then she eventually, the little girl eventually has to talk to her mom and is like, so what is masturbation? Is it so bad? What's the deal? And then they have an off-camera conversation, and the girl, <laughs> girl comes back and is like, it's not a big... And then someone tries to give her shit about the vibrator, and she's like, everyone should do it. Maybe if you did it, you'd be less... In- <gasps> yeah! Wow. Well, you know, that's a good mom. Yeah. Which was kind of... It would have been harder to show that conversation, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but the results of the conversation were really good. Yeah. Um, but all that to say, Spike and Snake forever. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. He does yep, cheat yep, on yep. her once <gasps> with the principal. Ooh. And Emma finds them. Oh, Ooh. I know. That's why juicy. But he had had cancer. He was feeling. <laughs> he'd been going through stuff, right? Look, oh, I think it seems like a lot is always going on a in lot the world is of Degrassi. Always going on, and especially if you stay on it too many seasons, there's gonna be a lot happening. Yeah, right. It's like escalation. Yeah. Well, it just like it's gonna be your turn for something dramatic to happen again. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. But no, Spike and Snake. Wow. Right Wow, what an adventure. Yeah. Kelly, did you have a punk ship? I do. Thank you for asking. Um, okay. So, at first I was like, I think this person's unshippable, but I don't think so. Okay, ready? Because I'm going to fix it for them. Okay. So, we know there is a certain punk in the Toy Story series, particularly Toy Story 1. He's a child. Yeah. Sid Phillips. Oh. Yeah. Sid Phillips is a troubled child. Yep. So, in my mind, he... Okay, this is a this is kind of like there's like an intermediary character that's not part of the ship but helps the ship happen. Okay. And it's also because I've just been nonstop watching Sopranos, so that's kind of what's happening here. <laughs> okay. So he starts seeing Dr. Malfi and oh. uh, Dr. Malfi, who is not that great of a shrink. No. She gets a little too invested and also like does things that shrinks. And I think this is a movie and TV thing, but like I feel like in movies and TV, they always have shrinks being like, you should divorce your husband and like shit like yeah. that when it's like, really, they don't do that. No, like they ask that questions. completely inappropriate. Yeah. But anyway, so he goes to see Dr. Melfi. He like figures out at least his like weird, like experimenting on toys situation. Okay. Um, 
we may have to talk about how weird we actually think that is. But I, I want to I keep mm-hmm. hearing the scenario. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, toys don't Because they're toys. They're toys. Right. <laughs> I know they're toys. I anthropomorph- anthropomorphize things sometimes. Just I mean, the and movie the movie does. The movie, yeah, movie, the movie does it too. Yeah. 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 Um, but it is just, he's kind of just like a weird kid. I think he's and just he's a weird kid. He's kind of kid. an inventive kid. He's yeah. kind of a creative soul. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's building his own toys from broken pieces of toys. Yeah. Or, yeah, because I mean, honestly, can his parents maybe not afford toys for him if yeah. school is happening? And also, like, if we're going to talk about this, like, how much worse is that than, like, Return to Oz when, like, Dorothy, like, makes that fucked up creature and he's like, what's my purpose? And she's like, to carry us. And it's like, oh, yeah. well, okay. Also fucked up. And yeah, then like, they really will not up. let him die no, for the longest time. they will not let him die. He's, like, literally, like, kill me. Um, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. She's not part of this <laughs> ship. Okay. Okay. Good. So that would be interesting, though. So he does go see Doctor Melfi just for his like, because um, he's rage. I think he does yeah. have rage problems. I think he's an angry child. Yeah. Um, and so he kind of works that out a little bit, but he still has, you know, he has tendencies that he falls into. Um, then he like, I don't know, falls through a mirror or something. Okay, he like he he falls through a mirror. He ends up in the world of Cinderella Three: A Twist Through Time. I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. No. <laughs> it's so fucking good. You guys, it's good. I think I like it better than Cinderella 1. What? I'm being serious. Stop it's, it. It's crazy. Okay, the plot of Cinderella 3. I love this. Twist through time is that, um, oh, this wicked stepmother. So so Cinderella and the prince are now married. They're happy. And they're celebrating their one-year anniversary by, like, eating some bread in the woods. And it, <laughs> it's like oh, well, I mean the first anniversary is the bread, bread that's the true bread the bread anniversary yeah. um, I wish that were true and this and this movie also gives the prince a lot more uh, character development too yeah. and it's pretty funny um, but so he um, so he's doing that with the with, with Cinderella and nearby the e- wicked stepmother and Anastasia and the other si- sister I forget her name Drusilla Drusilla are um they're just like being mean in the woods. And you're kind of seeing that like the other two are like kind of more mean to Anastasia, but Anastasia is like very bratty and whatever. The wicked stepmother finds the wand of the um fairy godmother. <gasps> Bippity bobbity boos the fairy godmother into a statue. <gasps> turns back time. Yes. To the moment when he when the prince is looking for Cinderella transforms Anastasia into Cinderella. Whoa. Oh my God. Yes. And then has her go in her stead, cutting off real Cinderella. So real Cinderella is just taken for like a servant. Yeah. So real Cinderella has to go in and like try to make her way to the prince. But she has no memory of that time. No. So she doesn't know like, cause it's back in time. So the yeah. only people that know are Wicked Stepmother and Anastasia. And... Anastasia, you can tell, like, you can just tell that she just wants someone to love her. Like, that's her thing is that she yeah. wants someone to love her. And then she gets this, like, really wonderful relationship with the king. Like, she and the king really get along. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just the stepmother is, like, pushing and pushing. She's like, we need to do the wedding. We need to do this. And you can tell that Anastasia kind of starts feeling bad. And she's like, I don't know. Like, this isn't right. He doesn't know who I am. Mm-hmm. I want him to love me, but he loves her. So this doesn't feel good. And this wicked stepmother's just like, we have to push it, we have to push it, we have to push. And um, eventually, Anastasia does the right thing. And she's like, I'm not Cinderella. And 
um, I'm Anastasia and like it just felt so good to be loved by you but like I know you don't love me and she gets turned back and the real Cinderella is revealed and so then the prince is like oh yay like I found the woman that I had that wonderful yeah. night with because also he's like something's off with us right now like you seem very yeah. weird and different like <laughs> like you're just very different right and um she so then she uh she like learns to love herself and she has this still this like really and she like tells the stepmother like you were wrong like this was not right what you did and she uh i think like there's there's this like other guy that like other court person that like yeah. was kind of flirting with her and so like he notices her and like they kind of share a look and then so she has this really wonderful father daughter relationship with the um with with the king because he explains to her like what love feels like yeah. and he's like you know the, the moments that i had with the queen like it was they were so special and you just like feel it you just know that like every moment that they have with you they they love with you and i would give anything to have a moment and she kind of is like i don't really feel that with the prince yeah and so like that's what so it's a really good movie All it's right. on it disney plus great. okay yeah. I, I really really recommend I will watch it. it it's really fucking funny it like there's like some funny moments and then also Jennifer Hale, who voices Femme Shep, oh my God. voices oh Cinderella. My God. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That is, that is crazy. crazy. Um, but so so I think that Sid is like now kind of grown up. He's like gone through therapy. Okay. And the mirror. <laughs> and the mirror. And she's gone through like kind of therapy with the king. And I think like maybe like he learns to like love himself and understand like where he came from and that it's a part of him. And she does that too. Yeah. And they kind of get to go on adventures and like he's like you know what like let's be the main characters of our own lives and she's like yeah and like so then they do that there's also something like with the using the magic to like rewrite the history is sort of like frankensteining something together yeah. from like the parts that are already there and then like having to reject it and be like no we yeah. have to do the thing that's real and maybe that's the journey that sid needs yeah, to go on yeah too. exactly exactly Aww. yeah so that's my ship i like that for both of them yeah, yeah. that's super good thank you you guys should seriously watch it um, while you were describing it, like it, at the beginning, I was thinking that it sounded like Shrek Forever After. Mm -hmm. Oh, a little bit, yeah. Um, which is like Shrek goes back in time, like basically wishes that he never had a family. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's then has, pretty fucked up. It's really fucked up, and the movie is like dark, and like Shrek learns like a hard lesson yeah. of like <laughs> it, it. Yeah, it's just it, it, it's interesting that like in these third and fourth sequels to like you know yeah. where it should just be like the dregs and bullshit uh, yeah. that like <laughs> someone was like, no, I'm good. I'm telling a fucking story. Here. Yeah, it's like yeah, someone yeah. just left the Shrek franchise and the Cinderella franchise sitting around. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, oh shit! If y'all ain't using that, yeah, I got ideas. Well, and the, the prince gets some like comedic moments. Like, yeah. it's it's good. And the mice aren't like super annoying, which I feel like in the first one the mice are pretty <gasps> annoying. I'm sorry, yeah. I don't like Gus Gus. I hate to say it. I don't like him, but he's part of the family. Yes, but they they actually they notice first that she's not Cinderella. Mm. Yeah, and so good. they're like, we need to because they're her only friends. The yeah. animals are always the first to know, so they have to try and like, um. Because they can't talk to the prince, yeah. They're trying to tell this to the prince, so they have to reenact the whole story. Oh. And they put on like wigs and like outfits, and they okay. I'm gonna watch funny. this movie. It's so, really good. To the prince's perspective, mice cannot speak. No, but they can do an act. Yeah. react play. <laughs> they they already wear clothes. They already wear clothes. It's totally yeah, yeah. normal. They're just wearing wigs now too. I'm, I'm trying to eat my bread in the woods here, <laughs> and all these little mice are doing their workabouts. <laughs> but he's very like he's very funny because like they keep doing like very clear act outs, and he's like. Huh? And they're like, <laughs> okay. And they like keep doing it. And he's like, oh, <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. 
Hey guys! Two Relationships! If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.